Oh. Hey, Mike Will, give me a beat. Mike Will. Yeah. Sticks, homie, ate the kids home. Think what's now, swear the kid grown. Fly, I'm in fly mode. Take a seat, stupid, you see the sign on. Sorry, doc, it took a long time. Been on tour with Snoop, I was on my grind. Missed a couple calls, Hollywood and all. Tangeray got me feeling like hove, it's fine. <laughs> so I hit the booth for the caffeine show. Smooth D, holla, get at me, though. Hey, cute, nice, running like an athlete, bro. Cook, cook, cold, man. That's what I be, and so be Porsche. Cook, cook, cold, man. Pockets like Big Shirley, that's Martin Mike. Hurt your cook, cook, cold, man. Bars be cold, I could drive my Merc. Your caffeine wanna show, we the best out. There you go, Doc, in your mouth. Money running like water, never drought. Prepare the royal baggage, the king be out. Cars never gon' lease a king be out. Hurry up and buy, old dog it out. Damn, blah. Hey, Stixie, can't be serious. I'm about to serious a shade for five. I'm living this Warren Buffett life. See, I get this wealth. My name is Money Cocksucker. Introduce yourself. Your last name ain't Benjamin. I don't need your help. If you ever block my money, just shoot yourself. Damn. I thought I told you before. This caffeine morning show. Let's go. Yeah. Yo, Doc, I told you I got this thing right here, dawg. It's Caffeine Morning Show. Smooth DQ Nice Porsche, what up? You know what I'm saying? This how we, you know what? See, I flip the bars like a pie. Move a hundred keys out overnight. That mean a hundred wraps in 24. I can sell it for 17.5. That's real work across seas. If rap don't work, I move these. Too metaphoric, then please. Like Swiss beats, I push keys. Don't forget them for Watsy. I deliver. No DiGiorno, no porno. Goodbye, December. Porsche will tell all the girls he fine. But he married, go figure. Just still jumping his DM anyway because he... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you, I got you. This how we do. Caffeine Morning Show. Blah! AM Caffeine Show. AM Caffeine Show's your boy DLC. Smooth D. Uh, what there, boy? Yeah. Yeah, you good? Don't trip. Young Freak What up, good morning I don't know where Porsche Coleman is Probably taking a dump Yep <laughs> It was so gross <laughs> That's so gross She did go to Brown University, right? Yeah Brown College <laughs> Brown. Brown. Class of 04 uh, <laughs> Class of 04 AM <laughs> Caffeine Show Um as promised, you know, let me uh, make sure I shout out our, our guest from last week, Joe Torrey, was in the building. Shout out Joe Torrey. Yeah, y'all. And week before that, we had Willie D from the Ghetto Boys. Super Willie cool. D. Right, well, that was dope. A little long-winded. <laughs> yeah, Willie D did get his talk on, but that's okay. And let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell yeah, you we tried else. to wrap it up. He's like, I got one more well, thing. Hey, one more thing, man. Let but me he's, tell you I mean, that's an icon. He's from the Ghetto Boys. Yeah, you got to let him live. Too, you got to let him live. You got to let him live. Most quoted rapper. Um, so, <laughs> as promised on Friday, I told you, do we had a special guest today? And um, at the time that uh, Christopher Williams came out, I think R and B music at that time was so competitive. Yep. And but everyone still had their own distinctive style. Like nobody was trying to be like the next person. You were trying to outdo that person. It's so different now where you can't, everyone sounds like everybody. Back then, you, you know, you stood on like, I'm trying to be my own individual self. And it was just so competitive. So to be able to stand out at that time um, was huge. And then being yep. a part of, man, New Jack City. City, yeah. Such an iconic film, and I don't want to even. I it, it's we say black and urban because of the cast, but I think just across the board, everybody loved New Jack City, man. The one and only Christopher Williams in the damn building. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yo, what's up, Doc? See, Doc, what's up? What's up, baby? What's up, young freak? Young what Free, uh, Porsche Coleman came back. Did you wash your hands? Because we knew what you were doing. Something yeah. going around here in 2018. We knew what you was doing. With that, uh, with that. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. 
Oh, wait, you heard about what happened at the last show that we had? Uh, yeah, last Friday. It was um, it was going down it was good. Yeah, it was. It was um, a tour session. The one and only Christopher Williams. Welcome, in the Christopher building. Williams. Chris, so Thank cool to have you here. What's up, man? Thank you. Chris, I, you know, I've just watched, I really did, I watched New Jack maybe about a week and a half ago. And every time it comes on, it's like I'm watching it for the first time. And when you did that movie, did you realize like the cultural impact that it was going to have? Not really, not really. Um, but I, I kind of did start to notice. I started noticing it like after it came out. But when we were doing it, we were just having fun. First big major movie, um, and it was just a lot of fun, man. Did a great experience. Still living twenty some years later. Exactly. Um, Checks are smaller now. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get like those one cent checks where you're like, what are I haven't gotten do that one it? yet, but it's like, like, no, it's cl- it, like, the I haven't worked as much. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, when, what was the audition process for that film? Like, and how did you even know to, to audition for it? Like, who told you about it? Uh, I got to give that credit to uh, Cassandra Mills and Mario Von Peoples. Wow. Uh, Mario had, uh, Known of me somehow, I'm not exactly sure. It's foggy this far, but I remember I had to audition for Pat Golden at Warner Brothers. She cast the movie, and uh, George and Doug actually were from uh, New York. George Jackson was from uh, 155th Street, I think. Um, forget the projects he was from, but you know it was a great experience. We uh, I read, but I was on the Superfest at the time. You know, back in the day they had the Superfest. But but why is a Superfest? Yeah, and it was actually um, you know all the guys were obviously new edition and. Uh, I think the Gap Band was on this one. Charlie Wilson. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Portia. That's Uncle, my that's my seat. Okay, Uncle, Uncle, I like Charlie Uncle Wilson. Charlie? That, I like. Charlie, what's wrong? I love Charlie Wilson. Like I, 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 I love Charlie. Charlie. I tell him that a million times. Charlie Wilson's one of my Charlie's favorite Charlie's a bad man. Vocals. He's no joke. Uncle but I gotta give credit where credit is due because this boy can sing his face off. Yeah. This one here. So you were on the Superfest at the time that you were auditioning so for. I, I actually was supposed to be G Money. But thank God I wasn't because you know oh. they got my man Alan Payne uh, wow. and that was that was like you know that was really he was made for that role. So you were supposed to be G Money and then what? But they wanted me in the movie, so they created Kareem Akbar. Oh, and, uh, that's how Kareem Akbar came to life. So what? What stopped you from being G Money? Was I it- was committed to Al Heyman in the Superfest. Oh, and he got was not you. letting me out. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that's that when, time and, that's when fire. and that's when Big West and them with security and Suge Knight. You were forced to do it. Okay. Like, yeah, okay. Like, you know what? I'm gonna finish this tour. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. I, that's what I'm going to. <laughs> um. So th- let's even kind of go go back a little bit before New Jack uh, New Jack City. Um, Chris, your first record deal. Was it wasn't with Uptown? Was it was Geffen? It was Geffen, correct. And it was Geffen. And what what was the transition like? What made you not stay with Geffen? Well, the way I got at Geffen was kind of weird because I had I had uh, young in my life. I had penned some songs for Lilo Thomas. Okay, um, with Timmy Allen, who I went on to work with R. Kelly and New Kids on the Block and a whole bunch of real pop big pop groups for Jive Records, Clive Caldwell and them. So. What I did was he had an attorney. I used the leverage from getting jammed on one situation. I used the attorney to get me in front of some people, and they liked my demo. I had made a demo with Timmy and uh, Amir Bayan, who was cool in the gang's brother. Okay. So he made some demos. They liked the music, and I had played them the songs that I had gotten, you know, jacked for. I <laughs> 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 like the style. Right. Yeah, but it actually got me my deal, and it was weird. Um, we were in a club in New York, Danceteria. And at the time, I was uh, with my son's mom, Stacy, and the, I had a bunch of actresses from the Cosby Show with me in this club because Stacy was guest starring on the Cosby Show at that time. Uh huh. And uh, this guy, Michael Rosenblatt, who was actually from Geffen Records, was like, "Who are you?" And I was, you know, from the Bronx. I was popping bottles and doing all that. <laughs> so, Being you know, extra, I was, I was doing your like, New York thing, yeah, Being real extra. Things. I was like, "Who are you?" And right. He was, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "I signed. I was instrumental in signing Madonna." And true story, it uh, you know, about Whoa. I guess about four to six weeks later, I was flown to. I was introduced to their Black Division. Vaughn Thomas and Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Tyrell were there at the time. Okay. And Ronnie Vance was in publishing, and he really liked my songs. I really propelled them to push the deal faster. He was like, look, I want to fly him out. 
But I didn't have any representation. I was doing this off. Oh, the, oh, right. I was doing this, you know, off the bat. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> you was living. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and basically, just thank God, I flew out to California and everything went good. And I wound up staying here. And I had been here a couple of times. And, you know, my aunt being a jazz singer, I, I, I loved California. So it was an opportunity, and um, everybody in New York was kind of fronting on me for whatever reason. Right. And Al B was hot at that time, so uh-huh. you know it was like they had one light skinned dude. Right, 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 right. One at a time. They met the quota. Yeah. <laughs> and he had, you know, you know. He had the he had, acid he had, wash he had jeans. All my clothes, so I had some new clothes. Acid wash jeans. Was that nah, your back style? Then it was the, nah, back then it was the Hugo Boss joint with the turtleneck oh, yeah. and, the, and the rip joint. Right, oh, right, right. Okay. right. But Jimmy Love was like, "Yo, we're gonna steal my man Ferrucci's whole style, uh-huh. and we're gonna roll with it." And Andre Harrell and them. But you know, Al was like, Al also was also a very um, gracious artist starting out. He was instrumental in really letting me see sort of a a smaller picture of what the role was going to be for myself. So mm-hmm. it, really, it really got me prepared for a lot of things. So in that instance, him and Bobby Brown in the beginning were like, even though they are, I believe, a year younger than me, they were like big brothers to me in the game. Maybe because they were out they at were the time where you were seeing were, them and, out. And, mm-hmm. you know, Al's wave back then was... <laughs> Huge. It really was. I mean, was he like, was. I don't listen, like like I don't like light skinned people. The David. Oh, well, he took a lot of action from y'all. He was no killing. He was killing it. He wow. absolutely was. Was. It the, was it the curls? You think it was the curly I, hair? I, think, that, I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. Night and day, and those songs were. I mean, night and day mm-hmm. was one of my. It was the banger. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I just and Al had that New York, you know, swag, and I think it was the first time since L we had seen somebody with that, you know. Look or stature, yeah, yeah, you know, really come with something innovative. Good point, yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? and, yeah. Up, and Uptown was a movement at that time. Andre was really, you know, his vision for music. He was hot. He was, you know, and he had a young crew, Jimmy and Brett Wright, and all of these cats, George Harrell, and they were, they were getting it. Right, Uptown was going for it. Right. Um, and so it's unfortunate <laughs> that funny though Benny Medina slept on Uptown because the first deal. With Hev was with MCA. Hev was with he, Andre had Heavy D, Duggan, the big Hev, big Doug, because he had two Hevs. But Hev, Hev yeah. shut Big Doug down in like two seconds. Listen, we've never one but Diddly D, and you never heard of the other two. Wow. Never heard of Doug. Jamaican hip hop Jackie Gleason all at once. Right. The only Doug we know is Doug and Fresh. We do not know other Doug. Exactly. (laughs) Heavy D shut my man, rest in peace, but have his his gift just shut that dude down quick. Wow. So actually, Benny had first dibs on Uptown because he had Al Be Sure. And Al had just won Sony Innovator. Uh Andre's deal was, you know, he was like, okay, where am I going? And MCA Uptown just proved MCA proved that they really wanted to have that kind of R&B that kind of R&B had never been seen before right like right. that ghetto fabulous yeah rich songs and all that kind of stuff right so right it really was uh, Andre's time and we used to call him Baby Berry like you know Barry Gordy right but you know and Andre had a, Andre had a season he was instrumental his branches are now living through Puffy and a lot of other people Mary J Blige yeah and and even with me though he didn't discover me Andre will always be a you know a part of my my role no matter where I go in my career because you know we've had a lot of great times me him and Russell and and Puff and us that was a golden time in the 90s you know what I mean even though Puff was really young then he was instrumental in a lot of hustle at Uptown yeah Puff was one thing I say about Puff was like I don't know when he slept like he would be the last one to sleep and the first one up Right, and it still seems like that today. Yeah, it seems like when like you kind of just see, watch his movement, it still seems that he, yeah. he still has the love and 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 for what it is that yeah. he does. And I mean, just again, all the branches from uptown, Lou Tucker and you know, Groovy Lou and Brett Wright and all these Sybil Penix and all these people have gone on to different genres. Terry Haskins and some, even though she wasn't originally from uptown, just all these amazing executives who's come out of these, you know, you know. Uptown and Def Jam, these situations, and that was that was like late eighties and a total nineties movement, right? And set a tone for music in the future. I believe. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Christopher Williams in the building, Smooth D. Uh, do we want to go to a quick mix? That we want to do? Yeah, we can do a little something. All right, so let's do a real quick mix. Come back with my man C Dub in the building. Chris, so you represent Bronx, Bronx. 
Born, born in a BX, but loving Cal. I'm a Cali dude now, yeah. <laughs> I understand. I understand. All right, my man C.W. We'll in the building. AM <laughs> 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 Caffey Show. Don't go nowhere. We up in here. Smooth D on the ones and twos.
Caffeine show smooth dinner one hey, and two. Caffeine. Good yeah. job. Killing Christopher it. Williams in the building. The, uh, the first Killing song that you played in uh that mix, Smooth D, that was uh we played Every Little Thing You Do by Chris, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Chris, that um what was your first official single on Uptown? The first official single was Every Little Thing You Do. That was it. We had a little complications, honestly, but then Uh-oh. Tim Dog and Clark Kent hit me with that Doom Doom remix and that mm-hmm. kind of Got things going again. Shout out to Clark. Shout so out homie. to Clark. Clark's yes, a cool sir. cat. Yeah. Um, so after that, then when you do I'm Dreaming, which was on from the soundtrack, and that was on that was on what label was that on? That Dreaming was, uh, actually was on a Warner Brothers. On Warner Brothers, right? <laughs> Did you have any issues? Like, was there like a Clarence? Situation with the labels, or no, it was, everybody was cool. Everybody was the cool. Movie was so you know it was so great, and uh, I was a free agent. Fortunately for myself, I was able to you know use the movie as a little leverage to create a bidding war. I became a free agent from Geffen because I was one of the artists that created you know do Chapter Eleven, reorganize, and get out of your deal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I read, I read a lot. Right. <laughs> so you use that as leverage. Did you get a nice check when you went to Uptown? Yes, I did. You I did. did? Andre and Russell Trapp became managed by Rush at the time with Leon Russell. So it was fun, man. I was back home. I was on Uptown. I was where I really always wanted to be from the beginning. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I was back home. So it was fun. I'm living in the crazy giant in Jersey looking at the whole city. Right. And enjoying, you know, we were supposed to be doing. We, sp- we were supposed to make history. And I thought we made a great record with changes. And... Uh, and then you know label issues started happening then that was my <laughs> next question so what happened from there like why wasn't I think the I think, journey continue there I think Andre's deal outgrew all the things that he had cause you what you have to you know if you look at the pie you had Mary J. Blige Heavy oh. D Jodeci and Christopher Williams and you had Father MC and these were that we, the, we, we had Anthony Hamilton and brand Nubian on the back burner. Wow. Oh gosh. Right. It's not even fair. Which That's is not even, it, was. it wasn't even right. Right. You know what I mean? And we also had writers like Terry Robinson who wrote, you know, all the, wrote a bunch of hits. Um, we had a lot of really talented people waiting for our, the main four to get situated, including Father MC. He was with the main four. Yeah. And, and, um, it just was weird and then I was the free agent because I was like the the guy who was already established in a sense coming in and I was a little older than everybody right and um it, it just was a lot of weird politics and things when I paid and for instance like I had to do it with Mary J. Blige that everybody loved good Y'all, that song and because of relationship and politics you know, boyfriends don't want the duet to be released uh, you know, uh, 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 are we talking about Casey? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I was clearing my throat. That's all. I'm sorry. Okay. Nah, and it's all good. I mean, we love each other now, but you know, looking back, it was just we were all young and everybody was full of zeal and right. Everybody was going in their direction, and even when it happened, it was love. I understood it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I was mad at Kay or whatever. I love Jodeci, like my little brothers. I love them, and we actually all worked together on my changes record. We did Please Please and All I See with you know my boy Devante, and I was. That was all part of the great time that we had. It's like watching them grow and seeing Jodeci, you know, come from North Carolina and have having them were there to receive them. And to watch Kyle West and I'll be sure start to make those songs, it's like you knew something amazing was, was happening. Because right. they were bringing that, they were bringing that commission sound right into R and B, you know. And 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 Casey and Joe, they were they were ready. Right, you know, to, to take it on, and they created a sound that you know gave us a lot of other great groups like Jagged Edge and Drew Hill. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, a right. hu- I'm a huge, huge <clears throat> Cisco fan, but you yeah. listen to Cisco, you know where Cisco got all that from, Casey. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah and, he, and he got some Cisco stuff too. I got to give my little, my little <laughs> some props. <laughs> right. Cisco's no joke. I'm not going to tell you the lie. Drew Hill, they are they they are really really on it on stage. They right. really are. There, there's something special to go watch. They really love what they do. Yeah. You know, they all do. All of them do. And, um, you know, it's fun to see the, the maturation and, and those branches and everybody. You know what I mean? Even when people don't admit it. Like, I know Jaheem's a branch for me and Teddy Pendergrass. Right. It, whether he admits it or, or not. not. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. And Ja's a bad, he's a bad boy. I mean, no disrespect, Jaheem. I, you know, I love Jaheem. It's just that you hear... You hear all of us, we're all, in a sense, united in some way, and we've all listened and mentored from from the, you know, the real icons like Stevie Wonder and Donny Hathaway and Charlie Wilson and, you know, these people who really set a path, Eddie Levert, of excellence, not only vocally but on stage and just how you approach telling a story that, you know, that now is different, but they still get it now. Like I hear people saying now, they you know, it's just too, it's just a lot of it's just a lot of words, you right? Know what I mean? right. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Our generation to kill you with four good ones. <laughs> Facts, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and some country wood. <laughs> wow. Are you co-signing Doc this? Doc Hallelujah to that. Are you co-signing this? So wait, so y'all saying the young boys ain't got nothing on y'all? Is that right, what you're saying? No, they got some stuff, but you know they, oh. they, we, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just let the listeners know. Um, I'm just saying. So they, they're paying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Chris, after, um, so you get to Giant, um, you know you you're on fire with I'm dreaming and 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 all you you're touring and all that stuff. When does when do things start to slow down for you? Um, Giant was still the pickup. That was actually. You know what happened at Giant, honestly? I started losing my propensity, honestly. It was weird for being an artist. I think, I think without admitting it a long time ago, I was kind of heartbroken over what happened with me, Andre, and Russell. Okay. You know, the breakout was a little bad. I kind of... I think my youthful immaturity showed out this, you know, and I had a situation with them where I wanted out my deal and they were telling me no. And, I'm, and again, I'm not a slave. I read a lot. So, you know, I had to introduce them to some of my friends. Writers. Big shout to my boy Mike Conception, who I love. Wow. And who, you know, again, it's good to see. And, you know, it's funny, people look down on stuff like that, but it's a rough business, man. You know what I'm saying? And I, I say big shout to Mike because you take a guy who can take some, you know, difficult circumstances and now to see him as an older, you know, a mature man and living a good life and a clean life and and, and Empowering other young black men to take different paths other than the gangbanging route that that you know he was unfortunately, you know, in. Right. It's hard not to gangbang when you grow up in a gang neighborhood. Right. 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 <laughs> right. No, that's real. Everybody's like, why are they doing that? You come live over here and see why you not. Right. If you're not you banging, have? you better have a brother, a cousin, an uncle, or somebody who's gonna you know clear the set for you because it's gonna be difficult. Yeah. It's, it's just some rough challenges, and you know when you have parents that sticking in with you, you have a different set of circumstances it doesn't make it easier but it it does make it easier though it doesn't make it that you just gotta sit there you just gotta go for it yeah you know what i mean um so did you 
Not you saying hi and said you look back and you you know you were a little. So um, I became I became more of a business person and that giant became like more about how much money could I get. And yeah. I, I lost kind of like the drive for the music, unfortunately. And uh, I started delving into television and film, and I, I was more so interested in like at that time I was managing Vincent Herbert and Kyra McGriffin and Ike Lee, and I had Faith Evans under my CK Blunt late production company. And I was basically just paying a lot of bills. You know, I had a bunch of houses, and they were living in it, cars, and and I just you, you was over there wild. I just was wild. Yeah. yeah, you was wild uh, a little bit. Yeah, and Giant was like, you know, I was back with Cassandra Mills and Irving Azoff, who I'd done business with early in my career. And Irving was, you know, I, I, I honestly, at that time, I should have been paying attention to the bosses instead right. of the, the, you know, empowering, you know, artists. And at that time, and, and even even thankfully, I was still gracious enough at the time, I wound up doing a record with Puff called Let's Get Right. And we went in and did something else to the record, and I brought Faith in to do background. And that's how Puff and Faith met. Wow. And, oh, that's and, crazy. And the next week, and it's in her book. She calls me grandpa. I mean, I, I basically, China's like, you know, a daughter of mine, her, her first child. Yeah. Because that's Kayama. I had Kayama and Vincent under my label. And Vincent and Kayama, Vincent always had big dreams. And, you know, big shout to Vincent Herbert. And he, he outgrew what he brought because Vincent actually brought the production team to the table so wait was Vincent Herbert was part of the boys from Newark he was three boys from Newark, three and from I, was Newark. Fun, I was funding their studio stuff me and Timmy Registered wow and Vin- by the and way the funny thing is Vincent was about 16 years old and sold me the deal Really? I was already Christopher Williams. Right. This, this dude had broken his glasses. Kayama's glasses had the tape from back wow. in the day. The, the right. bad, the bad the, the Urkel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, and Vincent Herbert walked up to me like, like he was a businessman. And I was laughing at first. And then he played me these songs. And I was like, Vincent played me the beat to every little thing you do. That's Vincent Herbert's song. Wow. 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 That's three boys from Newark. Wow. We wound up doing every little thing you do. He, we wound up getting the In the Closet remix. We did a lot of great things. And big shout out to Joe Busby. He kept us paid. Um, even uh, Randy Jackson, he kept checks in my pocket, CK Blunt. So big shout out to Randy Jackson who's now. I've been I've been fortunate to be on a journey where I've touched a lot of things. And, it, you know, and even when I stepped back and come, my career went down, it I'm still a fan of it. So to see them grow, like... I'm not gonna lie. I cried when I saw New Edition get their star on, on Hollywood. I literally broke down and cried. I was like so happy for my, you know, they're not like my close brothers, but I know what it takes the to journey get to, to get that there, journey. right? And the right. work that it puts in to be that kind of unit, right? On stage, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was good to see that some guys who really deserved it, you know, got their due. Because now, you know, there's a lot of microwave stars being given out. Uh-huh. They never oh, like they, they don't know anything about the journey. Yeah, I, I remember me and Stephanie Mills toured for a year and a half to sold out theaters. That was my first big tour under Stephanie Mills, and then branched out with Frankie Beverly and the Superfest because Frankie, Frankie or the Gap Band seemed to always headline the, the Superfest. You can't use like they, they, still do that, right? yeah. right. they might throw in the OJs or right, you know right, the Whispers. Right. But they was always there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, we got to work together. And, I, you know, the journey's just been amazing, man. You know, Doc, you've been doing this a long time. So it's good to see when people really deserve it. Like, you hear things now, like Anita Baker saying, this her last She tour. said, it's a wrap. Oh, it makes I'm you so think, sad. Like, wow. Like, for real? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I remember being in the store on 170 College Avenue playing the first joint when she was in chapter something. It yeah. wasn't even Anita Baker. Mm. No, yeah, well, well, it was chapter, chapter nine, nine. Chapter, nine chapter nine, chapter something, but it was you're my angel. Yeah, yeah, oh my incredible, the best. Oh, yeah, I love her. incredible. Love just her. The, one of the greatest, you know, just a, a, a sound that can't be even mm-hmm. duplicated. Yeah, it's what like was Kareem um, Abdul Jabbar Skyhook? Right? <laughs> 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 what really? was um, what was uh, your favorite collaboration that you that you did? Because you worked with oh. several artists, but which one was your favorite to work That's with? What song? I'd have to say working with Kenny Gamble and them, even though it wasn't my favorite song. It was such a um. What song was that? That, that you guys was Mickey Howard. I hope that we could be together soon. We did it with a symphony orchestra, and I got to see P.T. Barnum score the music in front of me. Wow, wow, that's pretty he dope. Yeah, actually, seeing watching. And right. all black musicians came in, um, horn section, string section, and they basically said play. 
Kenny and Leon said, play. And they said, sing. And they were like, just don't stop singing. Wow. And we sang the song live, and that's the first time I've ever done that. And I wound up doing it with James Stroud when I was on Giant Records back with, uh, that's funny, I'm looking at my Talk to Myself video. <laughs> Watching Dash the video in it. That's Stacey Dash strutting across the little thing. Right <laughs> oh, wow. That's my right. son's mom. <clears throat> <laughs> so many people actually her, didn't yeah. know that, she's, which is she, so crazy. She's recovering from brain damage. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. Hey. Some people didn't actually know that, though, that you guys One had a kid together. <laughs> he didn't know this. I told I, him this last, like, well, a two well, weeks ago. Told me that, and I was like, I didn't. He was like, you're kidding, I, right? I, I, like, I, didn't, I didn't know. He that. didn't know that. Yo, yeah, she Austin just... is a successful little businessman. He lives downtown LA. And, and He's, no, he's no. good. He just unfortunately lost Stacey his grandma. be bugging though. Yeah. <laughs> She's kind of, uh, we're praying for her though. You know? Oh. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean. So when, so now that that's going to just take this in a whole net different direction, did you, so when you were married to Stacey Dash, Never did you see yeah, that? Never married. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what, no, that that's what he mine. said. Oh, that's on. what he said. Did you to see Dame Dash? Back then? Oh, listen. Okay. Spell the taste. Little Damien. Yeah, little Damien Dash. Yeah, Damien is, uh, he's family, man. He's like, you know, Damien was a young kid, him and Bobby Dash, who wound up working for him. But Damien was always under us. He was like, he used to want to hang out with me and Darren and Bubby, but he was never allowed to. Right. And, I, and and it's funny, you know, Damien, I hear Damien's story sometimes, and I'm, I'm sure this was when he started growing up and getting older. And um, like I said, it's just fun to see, like, you know, unfortunate that, you know, him and Jay split. But what they did when they were together was cool. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, unfortunately and fortunately, because I'm sure Damon's doing what he wants to do now. And, uh, you know, Jay's a supernova. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, has your relationship with um, have you repaired or the relationship with um, Andre Harrell at this oh, point? Yeah. You, got, you got to straight now. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. For sure. Because when they I was, did, you know what's funny? I was the only one. I was the only artist to show up for his uh, Ebony Magazine layout for the anniversary. I was shocked. I was wow. like, I was shocked they invited me. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I got there, but it was actually really funny because all the executives came and everybody had tuxes on. It was actually really fabulous. We just had a three-hour snap session. We just Jimmy Love snapped on Andre for three hours. He right. roasted him. <laughs> Andre came out of his tux. He was sweating. <laughs> <laughs> so they lit him on fire. They, you know, they touched Puff up a little bit by videotape. I think Puff, uh, he Skyped in or something. <laughs> right. And they touched him up. Jimmy touched him up a little bit, too. Because, again, we were all young, man. You know, with your boys you grew up with. So I remember days when Jimmy Love used to scream on Puff. Puff got the cheesecake thing from Jimmy Love. Wow. Wow. Word to mother and Puff, God rest. Listen, if he was here right now, I'd be like, Puff, am I lying? Right. Where did you get the goddamn cheesecake thing from? <laughs> Jimmy Love used to scream on. He's listen. There was a whole nation of record people in the nineties talking like my man from C Corp Projects in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Yo, my man, you're ridiculous. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. And anybody who knows music in the nineties, like yo, they're they're laughing right now. And God rest, um, my man Gary Harris just passed away tonight. God rest his soul, Gary. We lost Gary Harris, another. You know, he was a big play in the '90s movement with the music. One of Russell and Andre's, uh, you know, liaisons. He did a lot of things with Ann Carly at Jive, and Ann Carly went on to create the company with Will Smith Overbrook. So again, all these different tentacles from this this graduating class from the '90s is, you know, we the '90s did their thing. The right? '90s was everything. Absolutely. The '90s was one of my, one of my hands down favorite right? era. I mean, I even though I came, you know, like later in the game, quote unquote. Even when I look at all music, the '90s was just so incredible. Well, Portia, you're such a music historian, anyway. That, what true for someone my age, I definitely think I am because a lot of people don't have the genre to say, okay, I love Anita or Charlie or. You know, because you would be I, married to Charlie if he wasn't married. Right? Oh, yes. <laughs> no! Like my, my love with Charlie Wilson is more. Portia, don't, you would give Charlie some. He can't. <laughs> she bat- <laughs> no, Charlie but- get baptized in that. He'd be looking about fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Let it. Hello, I'll take it. You got the bomb on me. You got the bomb on me. Listen, Charlie, I'm just saying. Yes, I do love Charlie, but he says that too. But he says there's somebody else that I would give it to if they weren't married. You know what? I'm, who else is that? 
And he, Doc, who is that that you I always know, say? There's a couple of people I think he like when we get into. Is that how you feel? I'm like, I'm gonna just not leave Johnny Gill because Johnny Gill's not. Hey. Like oh. Where did he come from? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's so random. No, because you and Johnny are so tight. That's what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah, but no, you always say Ron DeVoe, oh. like because you always. No <laughs> yes. There's no question. He's if Ron DeVoe was single, bruh. Portia would be on bruh. his face he think- right now. On his face? Yeah, in your face. There's no question. In your face. He yeah. thinks that because the one time that I was at- hanging out with Doc, this is years ago. It's okay, Portia. You don't have to. I didn't okay. say. No, but I you mean, you would give Ronnie some. Wow. I know how you he would say that. He would. It's okay though. He says that, yeah, and you yeah. don't have any lies. Oh. The lies um, you tell. So, <laughs> Chris, throughout that whole journey, where does the? Because you were the, hi- the I, headphones. You, you, you know, <laughs> oh. Well, I, we weren't gonna <laughs> say <laughs> it, <laughs> but but. Yo, since I'm, you want to talk yo, about it, <laughs> yeah, I was crazy. trying to get to the Halle Berry part. Okay, let's get to the Halle Halle head Chris, when you get, <laughs> <laughs> get to the then we'll get to that. <laughs> or that could be the transition headphones for headphones. Yeah, okay, um, Chris, you were out there put, when you you was out there putting in some work in them streets, dog. Like oh. you was out. I mean, you had Halle Berry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Like how did the where did the Halley thing come in? Like at what um, point was that? And then why did you get such a bad rap when I didn't you, do anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> but country would. <laughs> um, y'all, ladies, ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> did you just drop your own mic? Oh, drop the mic. Oh my gosh! Why was it that folks were thinking <laughs> that you know else. that you know when she was going through? Uh, I guess she had did an interview and oh she God. has going through some some things in a relationship. Why was folks thinking that was that was you? I do everything. I don't know what it me. I'm like the light skinned Bobby Brown. I do everything. <laughs> I told the lady at the counter, "Listen, I didn't take and, that. You didn't ring it up." Right. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I don't know why they said it was me. Me and Hallie had a really cool relationship. I mean, we, we ended cool as cool as Andy could be. I mean, I think at that time, Hallie was about to really become a really big star. And at the time, Vincent, who I believe is still her agent and is now um, Taraji's agent. Oh, Vincent Sorrentino. Exactly. Okay. Um, you know, Vincent was pleading with me because of my reputation and because he was like, listen, we're trying to keep Hal clean and... And I was moving in a lot of different directions. And she was just a great girl, and I didn't want to, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to entangle any um, unnecessary damage. Uh-huh. And I was hoping that we could park cool, but it kind of did, like, again, hurt my feelings that she never stepped up and said, Chris never laid a hand on me. Right. Just now, here's the question. Do you, <laughs> do you right. think That's that was part of the political move by her management or whatever? To Probably because at the time, you know, after... Actually, later on, E.T. and all that got, we filmed, you know, that came and, you know, people started, you know, saying again. I never wanted to say it was Wes because, again, I wasn't there. Uh-huh. And Wesley's also a beloved friend of mine. Though, if, you know, whatever did happen, I wish they would have just said the truth no matter what happened because it wasn't me. I never laid a hand on it. Right. Shout out to Shaggy. It wasn't me. It wasn't, <laughs> it me. wasn't, it wasn't, me. wasn't me. me. Yeah, another light-skinned dude. It wasn't right. <laughs> no scene. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, but... Things happen, man, and like I said, I think, I think with me, for whatever reason, it seems that when something negative happens in my career, it's like a million people blasting like housewives or something, and that wasn't really negative, but anything that looks like some negative juice or whatever. So we're gonna just, you know, we're gonna use that to spin it into chapter two, and, right? And it doesn't bother <laughs> me; it's par for the course because you know I get a lot of love too because of the way I treat people and treat. People receive me. So on the other end, everything can't always be peaches and cream. Right. Okay. So if there was um, another opportunity to be on a reality show right now, what show would you choose? No, you just wouldn't do it again? Never. Oh, not even like R&B Kings. Fellas, R&B no, kings. I've been offered a few things not, like that, but they seem to never pan out. One of them wound up becoming looking for Elder Barge. Who else was on this cast? R&B kings, and it was me, Aaron, Al, <laughs> B, Elder Barge, K. 
Keith Washington. Oh, wow. And then it became looking for Elder Bar. <laughs> right. And Aaron's gone. <laughs> Aaron's with the dogs. Right. Okay, he's a dog trainer. So, you know, wow. Dog and what was, the, what was going to be the concept of that show? I guess just R&B Kings. And I know they wanted to bring in Keith, too, and Teddy Riley. And Keith. Know, yeah, just Sweat, Sweat. Washington. Okay. They had Keith, Keith Washington. Sweat. And then Keith Sweat wouldn't come because they had Keith Washington. <laughs> 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 the battle of the one Keith. Keith. One Keith. K E I F. Keith. Right. Keith. right. <laughs> okay. So you just really. You so wouldn't. It just never panned out. Like right now, you know, there's a residency that's supposed to be going up with the new Jack RB thing. So, you know, sometimes things work out. Sometimes things don't in this business. They, they could be great ideas. They might even be things that sell. And. You know, for whatever reason, they don't pan out. Right. So, so. right now, where you are, were you going to say something, Young Free? Same. Speaking of acting, apparently there's a sequel to New Jack City that's been floating around. That's basically going to be 25 years after the movie stopped. Yes. And your is. character actually was set up to go to jail. Yes. Now, do you think out. if they do make another one, you could play Kareem Akbar? Out of jail and start something new again, where maybe a son or something you didn't know about, like it something is, like that. Is, you're right. You're actually really close to what it is. It's something that we wrote called My Brother's Keeper, but it started out as a movie. And you know, like projects, intellectual properties that you try to get going out here, they take different forms. So then I brought in Fat Five Freddy from the original movie. My dude, Freddy. Me. Okay. Nice. And Freddy just started telling me, you know, with the climate and Netflix and things, he was like, Chris, this is about. First of all, the movie is about me getting out. Right. And Little Wayne and them run. What is now? That's Nino's son, Wayne, and Chris Brown. That's smart. That's smart. Chris, Chris, his name is Chris the Brown or Chris Brown or uh, French Montana would play my son. Wow. That's I say French. French would be hot. French? Yeah. I say French. French. I mean, Chris is so talented. It's the I love whole Chris New York too. Oh, yeah. Chris, Chris Brown. Well, and the yeah, thing is, know. Wayne and them love the Carter. His album. Yeah. Right. Of course. Right. So all the simulations. But this movie's actually about marijuana prohibition uh-huh. okay and it, it actually it's set in a time where it's gonna go fast forward and tell you what's about to happen with marijuana before it happens now the bad thing about that is, is because time is moving right now and we're seeing what's happening with, the, with marijuana even with course. the stocks like right. I just bought some penny stock a marijuana company out of Colorado and literally two weeks has gone up a dollar and 81 cent per right. share so you can see the climate of it saved California's economy, right? Literally, and Colorado. So you know, other states. Obviously, if it, if it wasn't money, they wouldn't be looking to do it, because for years they were saying milk will do your body good, which will kill you, and weed is bad for you, which can help you. Right, <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I don't even smoke. That's true. Right, yeah. right corporate right. entities at all. Absolutely, <laughs> exactly. So, so we love for that to happen, but. Freddie's kind of like taking a helm with a, with a woman named Judy Klein who was uh, working with T.D. Jakes on um, the films with, at Cold Black. And I'm hoping they can work it out. I kind of stepped back. It was my concept and story. But Wesley, we would love to have Wesley because there's a scene in the movie where we kind of have like in Face Off with Travolta. Um, Wayne, who would play Nico, who's, who's his son, he continues to keep telling the Russians, I did a bid with the Russians. When I get out, I, because when he went in, the Russians weren't in power. They were getting in power. Okay. But now, 25 years later, I got a Russian set in the feds that I'm locked up with. So when they see me bailing out, and just like I am now, I'm a lot leaner. I'm kind of ripped right now, so right. I would be doing pull-ups. Ben and Kareem Akbar. So we're going to see the whole little spin of me getting released. Finally, I'm going to hit the joint. The Russian laces me when I get out. Now, the thing is, the Russian sit there and tells me to plan about... What they're taking over, liquor, marijuana, and the things that their business, you know, what they're involved in. So he says, but what I need is you to get all of the distributors, the minority distributors in the country from California to New York, and I need everybody on the same page. It becomes a meeting like Carlo Gambino had back in the day when it was liquor prohibition. So I'm mimicking a lot of historical things in the film, too, that really make it potent. But it's not a film anymore. Let me stop saying it's a TV series now. Oh. Watch out, Power. So Fab and them are taking it apart right now and, and making it pliable to television so that we can get more life out of it. And he's like, because it's about marijuana and it spins off of a cultural, historic movie, New Jack City, we can make this live more than one shot by trying mm. to just do it one time. Because even with doing it one time, there's a lot of... Uh, 
there's a lot of licensing things that play in the, you know, play with our Warner Brothers and trying to get Wesley to see the vision and being Nino again. And, you know, his agents are saying, well, he needs to do something better. I'm like, he did Expendables. <laughs> really? <don't laughs> right. Right. Like, this is the movie that, you know, helped, you know, right. propel you. And not saying that he needs it. And I love Wes. He's a phenomenal actor. He, he got me into Purchase College, which people don't know. Um, Wesley actually physically got me into Purchase College with a brother that I grew up with, um, Theron Cotton. And he was like, I want you to get out the street. You're too talented. You need to start singing and acting. And that's what you really should be doing. And I, I wound up doing, I, got, I caught a case at 16 years old. And I wound wow. up taking my GED, listening to what him and my boy said. And I uh, applied to Purchase, auditioned, and I got in. And that's what really got me into New Jack City. He told me about it. And he was like, this is an opportunity where we could take this story that's really you, Chris, and bring it to life. You know, I spent my teenage years on, you know, 170th and College Avenue, 115th and 7th. And people from New York know these blocks. And, you know, it's how and I, and I really turned again. I turned that into I was, you know, I was adopted. I turned that into a record deal. Uh -huh. That's what I always wanted. Right. So, you know, my story is kind of kind of crazy and you know it, we've, we've heard touches of it but it's funny like I see I, are you gonna do anything with that story is there a book is there yeah, an audio book I'm not it's right. not finished yet though so you know I wanna right. I wanna write the you're other still part writing and I have yeah. a you know like it's funny sometimes I hear people say you know the, the years and the body and even sometimes I am honored by them putting attaching the word legend to my name but I, I haven't done enough work yet right and the best for sure is yet to come there's some things in me that people don't know about. And instead of talking about them, I'll just wait till the time comes and we bring them to fruition. And, you know, just like with the music, it's an expression. And you let people you let people marinate. And hopefully, they'll come in and be a part of it. Any upcoming shows? What's uh, yeah, on deck yeah. right now? Got uh, shows with Brian McKnight, I'll Be Sure, and Mr. Ooh Yeah, Casey and Joe. Oh, yeah. oh, So we're doing the casinos, <laughs> Foxwood Casinos, and then Doc. Is, you know, Doc. Doc is the man, so he's uh, he has me out in Long Beach. Okay, yeah, gonna, yeah, what that, day is this? That's Tony, gonna, Tony, Tony, who I love, that's and Tony, Tony, Tony. That's gonna be a nice show. Casey uh, and JoJo. Am yeah. I gonna get a ticket to that? Uh probably not. Yeah. No, I gotta. I ain't got no connections for that Can show. Can I tell him my secret? Huh? What secret? Can I tell him my secret? Uh oh. I don't. Uh, uh, what, 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 am I supposed to know? We break our secret on the dash. AM caffeine. You gotta do what? <laughs> we should have a duet. Oh, we're working on a duet for three years. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what he's talking about. Here we go. Wow. We were trying to make this duet for three years. We did meet. No, was it three or four years four ago? Years we did ago. meet like four years ago, actually, out here at Hollywood Park Casino. He had a yeah. show in Hollywood Park Casino that he's super ripped, and I'll be sure actually introduced us. I'll be sure was there. They hit the stage. Big and Bub. Big Bub. Oh, yeah. Big, wow. Big Bub is the coolest Big Bub is ever. so cool. Mm -hmm. They Bub all had a show, ever. and it was super dope. Like, he randomly brought me up on stage, and we started, singing. like, and singing. I didn't and it know was... she could sing like Yeah, she could I thought sing. she was just an actress. Right. He didn't know. And then I learned dope. she could dance. Yeah. Yeah, she could dance. Yeah, yeah, she could dance. Then I learned she was a great person. Yeah. Oh, I'm a great person. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you, Chris. Oh, forget y'all. No, she took me to a movie with Snoop Dogg. That was cool. I did actually. It was a screening with Snoop. I actually did. And he actually chanced to see Snoop and hang out all over again. It was really yeah, dope. Then what was that movie? The It was Denzel. Denzel movie. The one where we oh, played the Esquire. Yeah. Roman J. Roman Esquire, J. whatever. Oh, yeah. oh, that was pretty recent, right? Very yeah, yeah it was yeah, a couple yeah. months ago. I wanted to, wanted to see that film. Absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> Doc is like, You're so right. He's so like, shady. This is all new to me. <laughs> <laughs> what is new? <laughs> You're shady. No, like he's I always tell him, like, a lot of people don't know all the music that he actually has. He has some amazing records. If you guys are not familiar, please just go, like, go through the discography. I, I tell him all the time, he's one of my favorite singers. Right. Not because I know him, not because I've been around him and seen different shows. He is such an amazing artist. And, and it's Portia like. Portia comes to make you work on stage. She's, she'll be like, sing a song that no one knows you made. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really will be like, what about these songs? Like, they're so good, you know? As, as fans of music, you know, you hear stuff and there's certain songs that people are not familiar yeah, yeah, with. You're like, how come, how come more people don't know about How come they don't know this about this? Right. The duet that he's talking about with Mary was crazy. He has a please, please. He has this, oh my God, don't you want to, oh God, don't you want to make love tonight is a really amazing record. Big so, shout to Corey Rooney, Mark Morales, Marky 
tomorrow. There we go. Absolutely, yeah. Talented songwriter. So I look forward to hearing whatever music that you have coming up for sure because I'm telling you, some people don't know you are super talented. Yeah, big shout to Pop Life. We have a new situation called Pop Life. Me and Kurt Burroughs, who uh, was instrumental in creating Bad Boy. With oh, shout out, Kurt. Kurt Burroughs, who's actually um, getting ready to write an amazing book about all the escapades of the Bad Boy oh. 90s. Oh, that sounds good. It's going to yeah. be. And, his, Kurt, and, and, Kurt, and, and, Kurt, and people don't know, Kurt comes from Orion Films, and we grew up together in the Bronx. I, I, was, I was, grew up in the projects next door to his family, the council. And they were instrumental in, uh, I was a big reader when I was a little kid. Right. And their family used to give me books and challenge my reading ability. And I, I think in my sixth grade, I was reading college level. Cause wow. they used to give you those college. I was always a really big reader. And my right. grandfather was a pastor, so I had to read the Bible with him every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Kurt. Kurt got to do something with that ponytail, though. That's how I saw That's not that's Leave a it alone. <laughs> <laughs> I see you like, Kurt, what is that? Why don't you leave the man alone? <laughs> wow. Let him live. We're going to do something about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's see. like it's fried, dyed, and laid to the Right. You got to put some glycerin in that motherfucker. That was a little dry the last time oh, I saw it. Oh, come on, man. He might not have nobody letting him know what's up. He needs a, a woman to let him know what it is. You might as well go ahead and get that thing weaved up. <laughs> so, 2018, Chris, we're going to be expecting uh, more music. Yes, for um, sure. Shows and there's possibly something else TV wise but you know we won't talk about it. we'll just wait till the actual time comes but I think there's something real cool yeah, that, uh, that, that, that are you that, cooking something that, that may happen oh. um, so you guys Chris how can folks find you Doc, on can we social tell everyone media? else secret Okay, good. Okay, now we, now let's yet. get. Come on, the T, the T. What's up with the T though? I can't confirm. I didn't have no Chris, Let's go. Let's go. You can't confirm nor deny. It wasn't me. Nah, me and Doc ain't done no crazy, nothing crazy like no dates or nothing. Right, I was like for the fans inquiring. Okay, y'all got secrets. Me and Doc be in the same studios at night. It's funny. He was in Studio A. I was in Studio B. You making a record? That's what it is. You making a record? I didn't even notice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's why I love Dash Radio. For real. Yeah. Um, dropping so, secrets today. See, um, how can folks find you on uh, Instagram, social Williams, media stuff? Un- Christopher Williams underscore BX. Um, Real Men Sing on Twitter. And official Christopher Williams on Facebook. And they, I'm not, you know, I'm, 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 I'm getting there. I'm getting better. <laughs> do, I'm getting do you better. tweet? Do you? Uh, I, I, Instagram? I'm on Instagram a lot. He's on Instagram. He's on IG. Really, I don't think you tweet, right? A lot, a lot of folks that are on Instagram a lot for some reason they stray away from Facebook for some reason. I'm not. I don't know why. Facebook is so like good. That. There's a big fan base on Facebook, so I, I think Facebook you should always. Too. Facebook is really good. You can interact I'm with. Always on Facebook too. Yeah, I follow Portia. <laughs> we Deep all up. Do. Yo, he did slide in my DM like that. Everything, though. <laughs> really? That's like, she she's on everything at the same time. Like, how are you on everything just, at the her, same her, time? Her, her lips should have their own Instagram. Wow. <laughs> wow. That might, that's a, that's a good idea. Oh, I should. Portia's lips. Portia's lips. You, I should have. You just got ten thousand followers. I did. <laughs> and he said I got to do it. Who's gonna monitor my account though? Yeah. It's gotta be me. The lips. Okay. Be like what that mom do? What that mom do? <laughs> the headline. <laughs> What that? You know what, Doc? I'm done with you. Y'all, you hear how they it treat sings. me over here? The only girl. It sings. I can hit a note or two. Yes. Hey! You know? And I'm sure if you need help to get there, we can get there. <laughs> Listen, I reach for the stars. I go deep. Oh, I go high. That's I what go, she said. I definitely go AM Caffeine <laughs> <show. laughs> Show. Shout out to my boy, Christopher Williams. Christopher Williams. Make sure you follow, follow him on Instagram. Follow him on Twitter and see what he has coming up. A bunch of new uh, upcoming shows. So definitely mm-hmm. come check him out. Uh, it's AM Caffeine Show. how we get down each and every Wednesday and Friday. AMCaffeine.com. And you can uh, check out all the uh, different stations that we're on. Let me shout out to LAGear.com. And LA also Gear, Capital, Capital Games. Capital All right. Yeah. You guys enjoy uh, your Wednesday. We'll be back on Friday. And before we get out of here, you know what? Portia Coleman never stays. She never, <laughs> never, ever stays. She never comes on Wednesday. She I never, never comes on Wednesday. All I, of a sudden, here comes Christopher Williams. All in the video. Okay. All okay. In the video. We're, going, we're, going on, we're going on our second date. What? Oh. Exclusive. Exclusive. Wow. Wow.
Wow. Um, what was the first one? Oh, the the movie was the first one. Oh, y'all went to the movies? No, I I because I took it. No, it was it was the premiere. It was the movie premiere for the 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 snooper. Atlanta working on a song. Hold on, let me call her brother John. Let me see. Oh. Facts. Wow. He so, knows my brother because they've had know, some That's cool amazing. moments. So when? Oh, so when is, is the second date? When is the second? Oh, y'all putting me on blast? Yeah, I'm just asking. I, I, I'm a lady, so a guy has to ask properly for oh, a date. Oh, so Chris, I don't know. Like you Chris, can't just ask me. You have to like set up I something. Like Chris, what are we gonna do? I mean, I I properly did it. You know. See, like you're open for. So if he. If he comes after you in the correct fashion, you're saying that a second date can possibly happen. Can possibly happen. Whoa! I mean, yeah, if, if, if you so put in the right effort. PC, I figured since she was on Charlie, she might like a grown ass. Oh! <laughs> I mean, the initial CW are kind of nice. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. I know the I like the other Charlie. You don't have so. the little weed. You might get the... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> It's a different ad lib, right? It's deep. It's deep. It's deep. It's it's aggressive. It's aggressive. All right. Well, stay tuned, people. I've heard that, too. I've heard, oh, 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 oh. It's a lot, a lot of oh, oh, oh. So, okay. All right. Well, I mean, if you come in correct, maybe I will. Maybe a second date. Is that okay? That's a happy new year. We got a lot of this situation. Oh, what? This is the first. Because Christopher Williams, I'm going to tell you right now, if you play your cards right you might mind up saying in it's your mouth or in your stomach or yeah. in your ear or in Portia what that mom do listen it's the, I, my lips I'm getting my own account for my lips as I think he, they should because he said he, it those, those are like six and a half oh, you're, you're, you're guesstimating my shoe size I know the shoe size. Wow. Really? I'm sure. Like Jesus. Hey, Chris, I got the group on. He said, like Jesus asked Peter. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. Fine. A second date, Chris. Fine. I got the group on for you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Not the group on. I never liked you anyway.